Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee. Streetwise Athlone In this series, we learn about the old and recent history of the streets of Athlone, hear the thoughts and memories of locals and tourists, and the changes we might see in the future. Episode 8, Clannown Historian Garrod O'Brien tells us about the history of the area. I have to admit that Clannown is one of my favourite places in God's creation. On a fine day, there can be very little to compete with the joy of walking across the vast acres of bog in Gorinagauna or strolling down by the Garavinch towards the Shannon as it winds its way towards Clanmacnoise. Clannown is a special village steeped in history which is located in the parish of St. Peter's in Athlone. It was the site of an early Christian monastery in the 6th century, and the names of seven bishops of Clannown are recorded, among them St. Alald and St. Coleman. Clannown has been celebrated in poetry and song, and two wonderful books have been produced on the history and traditions of the village and its hinterland. The novelist John Broderick, whose grandmother came from Clannown, used Clannown as a backdrop for some of his novels. The Crana Cross River, which has come down from Curraboy through Summer Hill, flows under the Clannown Road as it makes its way to join the River Shannon. In times past, the communities in Clannown depended on the Shannon Cot, a large flat bottom boat to get produce to and from the markets in Athlone. These cots, which were propelled by poles, could carry each a tonne and a half of turf or potatoes. They were also used to move hay from fields adjoining the river, and even when necessary, to transport the coffins of their loved ones across the Shannon for burial in Clonmacnoise. Today, Clannown may be a village without a shop, a post office or a pub, but it certainly has a thriving, close-knit community. It also has its own national school, which is second to none, and a beautiful little church dedicated to Our Lady of the Wayside, complete with a Harry Clark window. The Shannon Callows around Clannown are among the last Irish habitats of the Corncrake, a distinctive if elusive bird, which was once such a common summer visitor to farmlands and meadows. Within easy cycling distance of Athlone, on relatively quiet roads, Clannown is a very special place. A place where time stands still and where the cares and worries of everyday life can be forgotten about for a few hours. Rita tells us about her memories growing up in Clannown. I come from a lovely area in Clannown, a nice quiet area where their people are very nice, kind people and always very obliging, very helpful. Um, it's known for its floods down through the winters, all the winters down through the years, but the flood goes down really around two or three months after the winter. Um, we have a place, an island, where there's acres of land, four, about four acres of land, and we have a place called the Garavanj, and it's up the school road, in the garbage, it's hay. It's all about making hay and bales. It's bales of hay they make. And the farmers all, 
uh, get together and bring home their hay and help out one another. They always help and oblige each other. Whoever's out first, the other, somebody will come and help them again. You know, it's, they're very obliging. When we were young, we start, I started working in Burgess at the age of 16. And I enjoyed it, I loved it, I, but I had to get my own way in by bicycle. You know, and it was lovely. It was a real fresh. We didn't think it was lovely, but when I think back now, it was lovely. It was simple. In the summertime, then, the gardens are all so beautiful. You have the lawnmowers. Everybody's out with their lawnmower cutting their grass and looking after their flowers and their plants and the trees. And it, it's, just, it's just lovely. And to get up in the morning and to look out, and you can smell. Once April comes in, I'm really looking forward to the lovely scent that's around the area from the lovely smell of flowers and trees, plants that are growing. And everyone is very proud of their little gardens. There are no pubs and no shops in Clannown, but we're just so roughly about four and a half miles from the town, which is a lovely distance. We always helped our father to do the carrots. Clannown was known for its carrots, carrots from Clannown. You heard Brendan Shine singing that? You can have them for your supper or your tea. These finely juicy carrots are so easy to get down. So everyone be sure and get some carrots from the now. Oh, it was lovely. Our sprouts, cabbage. We never bought vegetables. We, everything was grown, homegrown. There was an old thing called the shifter, and it was you pulled the cock of hay up with the ropes. It was ropes, and you got it in under the cock of hay, and you one one side the shifter and the other the other side. And yet, when you pulled up the lever, came and you rolled you rolled the cock of hay right up onto the shifter. You know, um, yeah, they made their own hay. It was all just so natural. It was very we enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. You can hear the birds. And the wild animals, you see foxes, you see badgers, you see hedgehogs, you see all those kind of wild animals. It's so peaceful, the tranquility of it. I'm always very proud to say I'm from Clannown, always. Sharon shares the story behind her ode to Clannown. My name is Sharon Shevlin, and about um, early 80s, my mother, she bought um, a house in Clannown um, from a woman, she was called Madame Donoghue. Apparently she was um, married to a Sir O'Donoghue at the time, um, but um, she bought this house and because we lived in town, in a pub in town, um, we were brought up there um, having this house out in the country, it was only a couple of miles, but it was, you know, a different world being in the busy, busy. And absolutely loved it, being able to walk down the fields, the bog and all this. But um, then I moved to England and was there for 22 years. But I had gone on a holiday, really, and just always dreaming of getting back to this, dreaming of the fields and the, the bog and the Shannon, and um, kind of started, you know, writing a bit of poetry or whatever, just, um, and this came into my head of Clannown, and this poem came, but I could never finish it. Um, I could never get to the end, until 20 years later, um, I came home searching for a house. Couldn't find any. The boom had gone crazy and just looking for somewhere. And next thing, this house came up across the road from where we had the house, you know, in Clannown. And, of course, 
it was the only thing available. So, but it had the fields and you know the trees and all this and that. So we went for it and done it up. And this poem, when I kind of got back into me <laughs> poetry, this poem suddenly it just came together. And I realised then it was meant to happen like that. I don't know whether it's a song or a poem, but anyway, it's um, a place they call Clanown. If ever I feel lonely and things have got me down, I'll spread my wings and fly away to a place they call Clanown. And there upon the crossroads, I'll meet with Mary Jo. And when she puts her hand in mine, a walking we will go. First we'll wander down the old bog road, watch the fern and wildflower play, and we'll wave to old Tom Doolan as he gathers up the hay. And when the sun begins to set and the curlew bids farewell, we'll reminisce of childhood bliss. Oh, the tales we'll have to tell. There'll be tears and cheers and a little fear that we ne'er may meet again. But if ever we feel lonely and things have got me down, I'll spread my wings and fly away to a place they call Clanown. Streetwise Athlone. Historical research and presentation by Garrod O'Brien. Additional research by Damien McCallan. Interviews by Amanda Gunning, Ursula Ledwith, Mel Ray and Erica Follows-Smith. Editing by Kyle McCallan. Produced by Amanda Gunning. The additional contributors to this episode were Rita Curley and Sharon Shivlin. Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.